What's up, movie lovers? Welcome back to another episode of I Want to Talk About Movies. As usual, I am your host, Bran, and I want to talk about movies. But I know right now you guys are having a few questions in your head right now. You guys are like, Bran, where have you been all this time? We haven't heard from you in a while. What's going on? Well, guys, there's actually a few reasons for that. One, I got a new job, and it keeps me fairly busy, which I enjoy. Um, two, for the past few months, I've been having uh, several friends and several family members come over to my place and kind of spend some time with me, come and visit and um, hang out and catch up with each other. And it seems like they've been coming just one after another, and yeah, finally that, that has uh, calmed down. And then the third and final thing is simply, for those of you who have listened to previous episodes, I had talked about um, moving to a new place, which I am still in the process of doing. Um, it has become a little complicating, but nonetheless, it is still going to happen. Um, right now, my new place is going under some renovations, and so I'm kind of dealing with that right now. Um, it's still kind of a long process. I still haven't moved in yet, but they are rebuilding things. They are fixing things and just a full on renovation. And I'm hoping that it'll give me a better space to record in. Um, the space I currently have is good, but it is, you know, I'm, I'm right next to the road. Sometimes you can hear cars passing by. You can hear dogs barking. Um, in my new place, it'll be a more soundproof area. Now, I'm pretty sure that just raises more questions for you guys. Like, if you're not, like, Brand, if you're not in your new place where everything is soundproof, then why are you doing this episode? Very simply, guys, very simple answer. It is because we are in October. We, ha we have reached the end of 2019. We are in the home stretch for 2019. And right now we are in the beginning of holiday season which is a fantastic season for most people. Uh, my favorite holiday is actually October. Um, I love Halloween, and I think it is fantastic. I think it's a great holiday. It's fun for everybody. You can dress up. You can be whoever you want to be. The parties, and of course, the movies, everybody. Now, I'm not a big fan of horror movies. I have watched a bunch of them. Um, like I said, I'm not a big fan, but some are very entertaining. And the big reason why I don't particularly care for horror movies is not because they're scary, which some of them are, but it seems to be the same thing over and over and over again. You know, like you'll be quiet, everything will be quiet, and then boom, you know, big, big jump scare. And everyone's like, oh my God, it's so scary. And it's gotten to the point where it's kind of predictable which is why I'm not a big fan of um, of most scary movies. But because it is Halloween in the spirit of Halloween, I will be talking about m many different Halloween movies throughout this month, and I am excited for that. I hope you guys are. And with that said, guys, just sit back, relax, take a listen, and let's talk about movies. So I've been thinking about how to structure this episode. You know, what movies should I talk about? What movies should I not talk about? 
And the thing is that with Halloween movies, there's so many out there. You know, like there's so many different really good Halloween movies. And there's some that aren't so good. And there are some that people don't really know about. And it kind of ranges from like movies that little kids will like that are going to be able to watch it. Movies that teenagers would like, movies that adults would like, and movies that like older people would like as well. Um, you know, so it's it's kind of a, a wide range of different movies. So I think I'm going to go at it like that. So over the next few weeks, I'm going to be going from basically age groups. You know, so movies that are age appropriate, movies that are kind of questionable. And just kind of talking about all of them, or majority of them at least, at least the most popular ones. And of course, I'll throw in a few fun facts and some unpopular ones, and it'll be good. <laughs> it'll be good. So with that said, guys, uh, here comes your spoiler alert. So if you're, you know, you see a movie that you might want to watch in the future and you don't want it spoiled by me or anybody else, please Stop listening right now. This is your spoiler alert. It is your one and only spoiler alert. And if you choose to not listen to it, then that's on you. So let's start this off with a movie with the holiday in its title. Halloween, everybody. Yes, we are talking about the movie that gave birth to Michael Myers, a serial killer who kills babysitters. It's been some time since I've seen this movie, so bear with me here. Um, basically, the original movie started off in uh, 1978 with the first Halloween, directed by John Carpenter. And it was basically telling the kind of an origin story for Michael Myers. It started off with Michael as a little kid who murdered his sister, who presumably was babysitting him. And he, because of that, they they ended up taking him to uh, to a psych hospital, where he spent majority of his life, and then eventually, I believe it was about fifteen years later, he escaped to go on a killing spree where he would go back and kill, go back to his hometown and kill babysitters. Um, that's where the world gave us uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. And Jamie Lee Curtis was actually like his main victim. And this is kind of the, this is one issue I have with horror movies is the fact that you have the killer, the big killer, he's coming for you and everyone is going to die except for maybe one or two people. It happens in almost every horror movie. It's kind of rare when it doesn't happen. And it's, it's just something that I find odd. Anyway, um, with the help of Michael's uh, psychiatrist, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is able to elude him, and they end up um, uh, pushing him, shoot, shooting him off of a of a ledge in her house. Um, when they come out to go see him and make sure that he's like still there, he's gone, which is another uh, movie trope for for horror movies where. You know, no matter what you do, the 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 killer is still gonna be there. <laughs> like regardless, the killer is still gonna be on the loose. Everybody, you can shoot him, you can stab him, 
You can push him off a building. He will come. He or she will come back to finish the job. Um, and that's where the second uh, Halloween kind of begins. It begins kind of exactly where um, the first one left off. Altogether, so far, there have been uh, eleven different Halloween movies, and there are plans to make two more. Uh, one coming out next October in 2020 and another one in 2021. Um, again, these are these this is basically like the the king of horror movies. It is like the horror movie that kind of just started off all the other um, generic <laughs> generic movie ideas for horror movies, you know. No matter what, they're still going to keep coming. Um, the third movie, Halloween 3, was actually one where it didn't involve Michael Myers. I mean, it involved him, but like he wasn't he wasn't actually in the movie. They were doing other things. And then um, it got more into like the mystical side of, of horror. But then it went straight back to Michael Myers with Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. I wonder what happens. Oh, he returns. Okay. Uh, turns out Michael was in an induced coma, and then he comes back to life. He wakes up. He's like, hey, yeah, I, I should be here now. Yeah, it's that kind of it's that kind of movie, guys. Um, about a year ago, back in 2018, or actually, yeah, almost a full year ago in 2018, um, they made another Halloween movie starring um, Jamie Lee Curtis again. And it was actually, uh, they kind of ignored the first movie. So it was a, it was a part two, but it was kind of not a part two kind of sort of, they, they just ignored like a few, a few uh, plot points from the first one. So Michael comes back to finish the job. Big shock. Everybody, Michael comes back to finish the job. And um, he comes back to a Jamie Lee Curtis who has remembered the events from the first movie. You know, like she has remembered it and she has learned from it and she has kind of been affected by it to the point where she is uh, prepared for his return. She is geared up. She is going to kill him before, before he kills her. And I'm like, does that make you the murderer? I'm not sure. But it is what it is. Um, little fun fact for you. The mask, the white mask that Michael Myers wears is actually um, a sculpt from William Shatner. So if you ever see someone wearing the Michael Myers mask, you can call them Captain Kirk because that's William Shatner's face. Um not a bad movie. I mean, it's it's. I think it stood the test of time. It's it's definitely worth a watch if you want to get a good scare on. But there are, in my opinion, scarier movies. Let's talk about those. I know I'm not the biggest fan of horror movies, but there are a few that I do like. Um, one in particular I know a lot of people didn't really care too much for is uh, Freddy vs. Jason. I definitely like the idea of a connected 
shared universe, and I think that was explored fairly decently in the movies, in that movie. Um, before I saw that movie, though, I didn't watch any of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I didn't watch any of the Friday the 13th movies. And I guess that kind of gives me a, a bias, you could you should say. You could say. Um, I don't know. I definitely enjoyed it. So for those of you who don't know, in Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Freddy Krueger was a child murderer who, <clears throat> who the parents ended up uh, killing. They ended up burning him in a building. And he ended up coming back as kind of like a spirit, but in dreams. You know, he wasn't really a ghost, but he wasn't really like alive either. But he would kill people in their dreams, which is when you're most vulnerable, right? <laughs> and it would be really elaborate, like really elaborate um, ways to die and really kind of, kind of odd ways to die as well, too. Um in the first movie, he actually ended up sucking someone into their bed and just blood everywhere is crazy. Um, little fun fact for you, though, that person who got sucked into his bed and died was Johnny Depp. And that was Johnny Depp's very first movie. So, you know, it, it pays to die in your first movie, apparently. Um, they've made several movies. Robert, Robert England has always played... Freddy Krueger. I think he didn't play Freddy Krueger in one movie, but aside from that, he's always been that character. And in all honesty, he's at that point where, like, regardless, like that, that is him. He is Freddy Krueger, and he loves it. Apparently, apparently, he he enjoys fans coming up to him and talking to him about it, and he'll share stories and all that jazz. So that's pretty cool. I think on, you know, even even though you're famous for being extremely scary like when i was a kid i was scared of freddy krueger but you know i think that's pretty cool that you're <clears throat> like in reality you're actually just like a really nice guy and you're friendly and all that good stuff um so that's pretty cool and then in friday the 13th a lot of people don't realize this but the first friday the 13th wasn't about jason Voorhees. it was actually about his mother um when Jason was a kid, his mother sent him to this camp called Camp Crystal Lake. And he ended up dying there because these two camp counselors were doing what camp counselors do in the 80s. And they weren't watching, weren't watching him and he ended up drowning. Um, so Jason's mother ended up going on a killing spree for that. But somehow... In the second movie, she actually died at the end of the first movie. But in the second movie, Jason is alive or somewhat alive. And he is a grown man. I'm not sure how it happened. But he's a grown man. And I wouldn't say he's protecting the camp because protecting would be a good thing. But he's actually just killing random people who come towards the camp. Majority of which are drunk teenagers. And, again, movie tropes. So both of these characters have kind of extensive histories. They both have a, like a large number of movies under their belt. And somehow they just keep coming back. You know, they keep coming back and they, they just seem unstoppable. 
Um, <laughs> with that said, uh, with Freddy versus Jason, what had happened was um, in present day, uh, everyone has kind of forgotten who Freddy Krueger is. And that's a bad thing for Freddy because that's where he gets his power from. He gets his power from people fearing him. And they can't fear him if they don't remember him. So everybody who even remotely remembers who he is is locked away in a psych ward. And they're, giving, they're given pills to make them not dream. So that way it's like guaranteed like we're getting rid of him. They are getting rid of Freddy Krueger like that <clears throat> um but freddy still needs a way to find come back so he i forgot how he did it but he he brings himself into someone's dreams and they start asking questions and then when they start asking questions other people start to realize start to kind of remember what's going on and then the more that they remember the more powerful that he becomes the more powerful that freddy becomes so they decide to go. Oh no! It was um, it was Jason. Yeah, he woke Jason up. He woke Jason before he's up from his sleep, and made Jason start killing people. And then, when he did that, everyone started to think that it was Freddy. That's what happened. That's what happened in the movie. So he was doing that, and so the more that Jason killed. The more that people got scared, and the more that fed on to um, to Freddy, until he became powerful enough to kind of do things on his own. But then, Jason, who is no one's lapdog, like he's not going to be the kind of person who's just going to sit there and be like, "Okay, cool, I'm going to sit here and do whatever you tell me." No, he just keeps killing, and then Freddy kind of starts to think, "Hey, you know, like I've let this guy loose." And he's doing the stuff that I want to do. I want to kill people. Not, I don't want him to kill people. And so they have to kind of find a way to stop Freddy, but also stop Jason at the same time. And it didn't really matter like who killed who. It was just a matter of that like someone was going to die. And it wasn't going to be any of the people who are actually alive. So the main character, she actually realizes that if she if she's holding something in the dream and she wakes up she'll actually wake up with that item in her hand and so that's what she does she grabs she goes to sleep she grabs freddy and then is forced awake and brings freddy back to reality to the the world awake where jason is and they have this big fight and it was actually a pretty Pretty good, pretty good fight, honestly. Um, in the end, it ended up with um, Freddy uh, killing Jason, but then Jason came back and ended up decapitating Freddy. Y you can't make this up. You can't make this kind of stuff up. <laughs> so, so, um, but at the end of it, though, you see Jason walking out of the out of the river, out of the lake. And he's holding Freddy's head and Freddy looks at the camera and winks. And so 
after I after this movie came out, there was like a lot of debate where people were like, "Oh, uh, Freddy won." No, Jason won. I mean, in my mind, in my opinion, I think Jason won, just simply because he's still like whole. Like Freddy really like kind of busted him up, man. But he he came back whole, man. He was done, and yet Freddy is still just ahead. I mean, either way, they're both not living. So I mean. Yeah, what's your opinion? You guys let me know. You guys tell me what you think about Freddy versus Jason. Tell me, who do you think won? Do you think Freddy won because he's still technically alive? Or do you think Jason won because, because he did? <laughs> Between the two, I think um, I think the Friday the 13th uh, franchise is a little more uh, ridiculous. Um, simply because there was uh, Friday the 13th where... Jason ended up going to space. So, yeah. There is such a thing as running out of ideas, guys. Another movie I remember from when I was a kid was the movie It, starring Tim Curry. That, my friends, is a scary movie. Alright? When I was a kid, I, I could barely watch it. I did. I watched it, but it was oof, it was rough to watch. Um, it's one of those movies where, when you're a little kid, it has like a big effect on you. But when you grow up and you watch it again, you're like, yeah. And honestly, that's exactly what it is. It's not as scary as it was back then. It's more cartoony-ish. You know what I mean? Like, if Bugs Bunny had a nightmare, that'd be it. Um. Stephen King, the author of it, is a genius. I think anything he writes is just, just compelling and just ingenious. You know, it is it is very smart writing. I really enjoy um, reading his books, and I also enjoy uh, watching his movies. His movies are are really good. I mean, granted, like not a lot of them follow the books to to the bitter end. You know, like it's not. Every little thing from the book is in the movie, especially for it. I mean, I've I've read snippets of the book here and there, but it is so dense. I mean, the book itself is about a good like three or four inches thick. It is a big book, and there's just so much backstory into it that there's not really enough time to go over it. Um. In the movie It, what happens is that there are, there are these group of kids who are terrorized by this clown. This clown by the name of Pennywise. Um, every 20 some odd years, he comes out, spends a few months eating children, and then goes back to sleep for another 20 some odd years. Um, these group of kids kind of spend their, their, their time trying to like avoid him and like find a way to like defeat him which they end up doing or so they think um in the end what ends up happening is that uh pennywise actually comes back 20 some odd years later and the kids are adults and he remembers them so he decides to go after them again um yeah it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty intense like i mean like Tim Curry plays it like no one's business, man. He is, 
he is a genius. It was definitely a scary movie for me. Um, the movie itself is about three hours long. And definitely worth it. I know in the recent remake, the recent remake, I, I enjoyed it. Um, the first maybe half an hour of it was really, really scary. And then the rest of it was kind of like, okay, like again, expected, you know. That's really the only reason why I wanted to watch the new one was because of the fact that I was so scared of the original that I wanted to see if this new one would, would kind of live up to the hype of the original. And honestly, eh, like I said, it, it was scary. I did enjoy it. Um, I, I do thought I do. I did think there were some parts that could have been better. Um, some parts that could have been improved. I did like that. They modernized it. Um, in the original, I believe it was set in the fifties and then, when they were adults, it was like in the 80s, something like that. Like they were in the 60s or 80s, something like that. And then in the updated version, when they're kids, it was actually in the 80s. And then when they're adults, it's like 90s, 2000s, somewhere around there. So, yeah, it was very interesting. I thought it was very good. Um, little fun fact for you. Um, Tim Curry, who played Pennywise in the original, he, you know, like you think of a clown, you think white face big big bushy red wig um for tim curry it actually was not a wig it was his actual hair that he dyed red and shaved the top of his head but grew out the the sides of it very bold move for an actor but that's tim curry for you um i would definitely if you're interested in watching the the newest movies the newest two movies i would Definitely recommend watching the original just to have like have something to compare it to. It's definitely interesting. I definitely like doing that where you can compare the original to the remake. And um, there are times where remakes should just be left alone. Um, it is not one of them. Um, you can definitely do a lot with it. But yeah, it's not bad. If you want to talk about horror movies that you can't really take seriously, there are quite a few. Um, one of them is Leprechaun. A Leprechaun is about a leprechaun who is so obsessed with gold that he'll kill anybody for gold. You know, Or if he thinks you're trying to steal his, his pot of gold, he'll try and kill you for it. There was actually one scene where this guy saw him, saw the leprechaun, and picked him up. He's like, hey, I caught you. Like, You got to give me your pot of gold. And he's like, okay, I'll give you my pot of gold. And he ended up giving him his gold, but inside of the guy's stomach. So like, you can know that you, you'll see like the, the outline of his, um, of his cauldron of gold inside of this guy's stomach. And technically, I mean, he's like, hey, you know, technically I gave you my, my pot of gold, so there you go. Um, just one of those movies you can't really take seriously. Um, and again, they've made several, several prequels. Like it's, it's just all about those prequels, man. And you like, you really wonder like, how do these people just keep coming back? They're just not stoppable, unstoppable. These guys, you know, 
And it's just, yeah, it's just crazy. And then another one would be uh, Child's Play. Now, with Child's Play, originally, it was pretty scary. Like, the idea of, like, a doll coming to life, that's that's pretty scary. Especially with, like, the spirit of, like, a serial killer like Chucky, you know, pretty creepy. Um, dolls, in general, are pretty creepy. So, I can understand where they're coming from with this. Now, with this one now, it just seems like it's it's too much, you know, like they've done just too much and they just keep making, making more and more Chucky movies to the point where it's ridiculous. Um, once they started making, uh, instead of like, once they went away from the child's play title, that's when I started getting ridiculous. Um, they went with bride of Chucky, I believe was one of the, was the first one. And that was when, um, Chucky turned his ex-girlfriend into a doll. And yeah, it's just it got it got kind of silly from there. And then in Seed of Chucky, it turns out that he actually had a son with her and he was also a doll. And it was just it was just weird. It just got way too weird. You know, there's f- fake doll nudity. It's just too much. It's it got it got really silly really quickly, and they're making another one. I feel like this one is actually going to end up being a remake instead of a continuation of it, um, just a remake in modern times. So it's gonna instead of let's think about this, guys. Instead of one Chucky doll, you're gonna have an army of Chucky dolls. Let me know if you think that's ridiculous, because I'm pretty sure it sounds ridiculous to me. Um, but yeah, just to name a couple, you know, those are, those are movies that are just a little silly and, you know, good, good, uh, good crap fest. If you want to watch a bad movie, some good, bad movies right there. Like I mentioned earlier, not everyone enjoys horror movies and it could be for the reason because they're predictable. It could be for the reason because they're genuinely scared too scared to watch it you know but whatever the reason may be you know enjoy what you enjoy i am not a big fan of horror movies primarily because they're they're just too predictable and i don't know a lot of it just feels kind of unrealistic but at the same time though when you're like you're not in that predicament, you know, like there's no one chasing after you and, you know, you wouldn't know that fear unless somebody was. So I guess I understand where it's coming from, but yeah, it's not my thing. There definitely are a lot more movies out there that are mainly about that jump scare. Um, like the story is just okay. Um, some of the stories are really good, but it's just it just turns into something that's too predictable. And that's kind of hard to do in this day and age. You know, it's kind of hard to avoid right now. Um, just because of the fact that, you know, storytelling alone has just been going on forever. And so, you know, once you hear a story enough times, even if you even if you don't know the full story, you can kind of predict it. You can kind of connect the dots, and 
that's the one thing about being a movie lover that is difficult because you can kind of predict things before it happens. Um, at the same time, though, jump scares are always going to surprise you. And that's never fun. Because after a while, you're just kind of expecting it. And, you know, it's, it's, like I said, it's just it's no fun. With that said, movie lovers, that's all I have for you today. Uh, I want to thank you guys for taking the time out to listen to me. And um, I want to thank you guys for continuing to listen. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm glad to, I'm glad to have you here. Um, I am definitely going to be trying to get back on here more often. Um, like I said, this is October. It's my favorite time of the year. And I definitely want to come back again each week to talk about different movies. Um, it is something I truly enjoy doing, and it does um, help me relax and de-stress from the day. So definitely going to get back into this. Um, again, thank you, thank you guys for listening. I know October is a busy month for some places. You know, it's a fun time to set up events and have some good uh, community gatherings and... I know at my in my hometown we have quite a few things going on. We have special events, we have parties, costume contests, stuff like that. Why don't you guys send me an email or, or comment on my Facebook or Instagram page? I want to talk about movies. Hashtag I want to talk about movies. Um, let me know what you guys are doing. What what's going on with you guys? Um, where are you guys going for Halloween? Uh, what are you dressing up as? Are there any cool, fun events going on? It doesn't have to be scary. It could be scary. It could be friendly. It could be family-oriented. It could be not family-oriented. But definitely, please, let me know. I love hearing from you guys. And I can, I'll can i try and get back to them as, as soon as I can. But yeah, feel free to send me a message. I love it. Um, with that said, guys, I do have something for you. Just a little bit piece of information. If someone ever tells you, do you want to play a game? You tell them, no, I want to talk about movies. Have a good one, guys.